Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Well, it's uh, the post-draft spectacular. Uh, we got Jalen Carter. We got the Philly Dogs, uh, Stetson Bennett, and uh, plus more here on Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. <laughs> All right, welcome in. Happy Wednesday. Uh, it's the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. Corey Burton, Israel Troop, is joining me from Ware County. You guys got a bunch of these coaches coming through, right? We do. We do. You know, it's that time of the year for, for recruiting. And, you know, I've been busy all morning um, meeting with those guys and, you know, trying to promote our guys. So, you know, it's a busy time, you know, during the springtime, um, and especially in South Georgia and really across the country. Yeah, it's uh, I I see them out. They're all they're all over here uh, at Middle Tennessee as well. So um, you know, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see these opportunities for these kids, and uh, I think there's going to be some good things happening. So, um, well, we are presented by BetOnline.ag. It's your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Don't let hockey. Uh, sell you short. Also, uh, get the latest odds, lines, including your latest player reports from this year's NBA playoffs or NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs, including basketball, MLB, NHL, UFC, and boxing, plus more. BetOnline is the fastest, easiest way to get your betting information, including live betting options, in your favorite casino and card games you play right from your home. So head to the website today, or you can use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. If you don't know how to spell BELIEVE, it's right here on the screen. Bet online. It's where the game starts. So uh, it was a very, very interesting NFL draft. Lots of things happened. Lots of interesting things happened, as, as it does. I feel like this year was probably one of the more active first rounds that I've seen in quite some time. Uh, Philly made a few moves. Philly decided that they wanted to re resurrect the 2021 Georgia defense. So mm -hmm. um, they've got now five pieces from that defense, including Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, and Keely Ringo, who were additions through this year's draft. So let's talk about the Philly dogs. Let's start there. Your first thought when Jalen Carter gets drafted, mm -hmm. my, my first thought was, okay, Great. I knew they wanted him. I uh, talked about it with Joe on our last episode um, when I had Joe on about the uh, pre-draft stuff. I knew Philly was really zeroed in on Jalen Carter. They, tr I knew they would try to trade up. They only traded up one spot instead of four, which is what I anticipated them doing, but they ended up with their guy, Jalen uh, mm -hmm. Carter. I knew as soon as they drafted him, I'm like, okay, if Nolan Smith falls, he could fall to their spot. I don't think he gets past Philly at, at pick 30. He did not. And then Keely Ringo, day four, I kept thinking Philly was going to pick him in the second and third round, but he fell to the fourth round. But what do you think seeing all these guys? You're a Cowboys fan, I think. What do you think seeing all these guys going to Philly? You're going to have to, you're going to, have to root for Philly a little bit, aren't you? It, it hurts my soul uh, to, see, to see all these guys 
um, go to Philly. You know, I'm, I'm excited for him, of course, but I know Philly and Dallas, you know, we're, we're in the same same league um, on that side of the of the, of, uh, the NFC. So I'm like, yeah, dog, well, they, they, they just reload. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, just seeing those guys, you know, um, get the opportunity. Um, Keith Gray, you know, who's a strength coach at Georgia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, also, I know Keith. He's also the strength coach at strength, strength coach at uh, Philly right now, too. So, I mean, obviously, you know, he and knows. He also the, traded for DeAndre Swift, too. Yeah, so he knows the pedigree. So, um, oh, yeah, DeAndre Swift is now with, with Philly now as well. So, I mean, Philadelphia is starting to become dog country. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm excited for those guys. You know, seeing, seeing um, you know, Jalen Carter go, um, where, where we all expected him the first time is, is absolutely phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. Goes to show, you know, character issues and things like that weren't really an issue. Um, the uh, Athens police and that whole deal um, didn't hold merit, you know, to to him, you know, as a player uh, and more so as a person. So I'm very happy to see that and to see Nolan, you know, coming off an injury this year, um, yeah. you know, still go first round, you know, which which was predicted, you know, first round, you know, early second anyway um, to get that chance and you know to re to to reunite. Um, with the two we already got, I mean that that that's great. I mean it's, it's pretty much a, a Georgia team right now. You know, minus, minus signal caller who, who's an Alabama guy. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's basically the uh, the Philadelphia Crimson Bulldogs. Yes. It's basically what their team is is like. And no, I, it's very obvious they did their homework. Uh, yes. Keely Ringo injury concerns. Mm-hmm. Nolan Smith injury concerns. Jalen Carter. Obviously, the character concerns that, that people had uh, with this whole incident, uh, they seemed to do their homework on that. Did not affect them one bit. Uh, the pro day workout did not affect him one bit in their eyes. And so he is a Philadelphia Eagle. They will reap all the benefits from that. I'm excited for Jalen Carter because him and Jordan Davis together when they were at Georgia, you're not running, you're not running on that duo. Mm-hmm. You're certainly not passing with Jalen Carter's interior pass rush moves from the three technique. Or if they want to go odd front, they can slide him out to the edge and, and he could play a wide five yeah. and come after you. Um, and, and some of those packages that they may have, they can get creative. That's yeah. that's what I like about these uh, this selection. They can get creative with their defenses now. They have uh, Nolan Smith as an edge rusher guy. He can create some pressure. Uh, again, they're just going to work on getting him back to 100% because I'm not sure if he's still, I'm not sure if he's quite at 100% as far as football goes. I know he's got full range of motion. I know he's got, I know he's probably been cleared to work out some, but you know, football is a different animal. And then Keely Ringo, a huge steal yes. in the fourth round uh, there with, uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. And, uh, dude is going to join a, a star studded defensive backfield, uh, up there with, uh, Darius Slay, who, who Darius came back. Slay. Yeah. You know, and one thing, too, you know, you forget about that interior. You know, they still got Fletcher Cox there as well. So, I mean, the mm-hmm. D-line for Philly is going to be absolutely ridiculous. So, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm very happy for those guys. And, you know, you hate to see Keeley fall, but, you know, we talked about it, you know, throughout this year. You know, this this year was just a struggle, you yeah. know, whether it was, you know, injuries or things like that. So, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, you're going to bounce back, you know. And if you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to get the money that you deserve. So, yeah. Um, getting drafted is an honor anyway, you know, regardless of what round you go. So it's up to you yeah. to take the opportunity and make it work. Yeah, and I, and and for him to get in that situation uh, with with uh, with what Philly's got going on, Sirianni, I guess he meant it literally when he said he wanted a dog mentality. Mm-hmm. I guess he meant that literally. But uh, you know, for him to get in such an experienced defensive backfield, they're not going to have to rely on him. And he can the things that the things that happened beyond the injury concerns that made him fall to the fourth round, 
he can work on those things and not have the pressure of carrying a defensive backfield on his shoulders as a rookie. And that mm-hmm. for, for for Keeley to be able to be in that situation, whereas let's say he gets drafted by the Saints. Mm-hmm. He's going to be expected to step right in with the Saints. Let's say he goes to like the Carolina Panthers or any other organization that doesn't have strong defensive backfields. He's going to be expected to carry this thing. And especially in a league where you have a lot of elite receivers, he doesn't have to match up on those guys right away, which is really, really good. Absolutely. Because, I mean, you know, you talked about it, and I, I just hope he, he gets up there and learn. You know, you got one of the guys in Darius Slay who's really, really good at the position. Um, you know, he went, you know, late in the draft. Um, we didn't really know what he was going to do. Yeah. Now, I mean, look, he, he's, he's balling right now, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those deals to where – And then they have Bradbury, too. Yes, here we go. You know, let, let's go and let, let's see what this guy can do. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited for those guys and, and to see, you know, how they progress, you know, especially with minicamp, rookie minicamp, things like that. So I think they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll, they'll be totally fine. I, I think injury concerns will be, you know, those they'll, they'll get well taken care of uh, with those medical staffs and they'll be just fine. But um, I'm excited for those guys. I'm not excited that it's Philly. I wish it was a different organization. I'm not excited about it either, but hey, <laughs> um, I root for those guys. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll root for those guys. Uh, I really like what Sirianni's doing um, up there, um, so I, I can I can root for that. So I don't have to necessarily say I'm a Philly fan now, but um, yeah. So I'm excited about those guys, the Philly Dogs, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun to watch because you're gonna see a a defense that's really tightly meshed because half of the defense played in college together. There you go. So. Let's look at Stetson Bennett. Um, I think he was the so after Hendon Hooker, mm-hmm. after the you know after the top five guys that you knew were going to get drafted first. I I did not have Stetson Bennett on my card of quarterbacks to be first drafted in that bunch. I did not yes. think Stetson Bennett. I'll admit, um, I didn't think Stetson Bennett was going to go in the fourth round. I thought yeah. he was going to be more sixth, seventh round, maybe sixth even undrafted round. free agent. So we, got, we got you, big dog. Come on over here. I honestly thought that the Ravens might pick him up, honestly. I did, um, too. You know, because, you know, the Munkin system, you know, he already knows it. Yeah. Um, he think he's a, he's, a, he's a quality backup um, for, for Lamar, who just signed his big deal as well, because he knows the system. Yeah. Um, to see him go to the Rams, and first of all, to see him get drafted, you know, yeah. that, that's one thing that we all talked about. Yeah. To see him get drafted and, you know, to see that obviously he cares right now, um, you know, is, is great for him. And, I mean, he is two-time national champion, you know, at the University of Georgia, something that's never been done before, too. So, you know, the potential for him for that to happen was always there. I mean, his competitive nature just gave him a leg up on everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 Sean McVay, I, I think he even said, hey, I, I'm glad he was available in the fourth round uh, for, for when it came around to us because, you know, the, the intangible stuff, the, the leadership things that he that he possesses are really, really good. Uh, just some of the throws he made throughout the course of this season, you could see the development um, that he that he put that he underwent with uh, Todd Monken, Mike Bobo and Buster Faulkner. You know, some of the throws were next level throws, some of the throws he made in 2020. And 2022 were not throws that he made in 2021. You know, so you saw the development, and I think Sean McVay's system is great for him. Now, will he ever be the starter? I don't know. Never know. Um, you know, Matt Stafford is not exactly the healthiest person on on earth right now. He's had some neck issues. He's he's had some he's had a couple of things that almost knocked him into retirement, uh, concussions, neck injuries, things like that. So I don't I don't see John Wolford beating him out. 
No. They I don't have Baker Mayfield those, anymore. Yeah, and I think it's one of those deals where when they got rid of rid of Baker Mayfield, you know, and he mm-hmm. went to Tampa. I think it's one of those deals to where, all right, who can we get that kind of has Baker's skill set? That was that was Stetson's comp. Yeah, so Baker. I was like, all right, if I'm looking at this draft, we can move and do things kind of like Baker does, you know, and the next person on, on that list, you know, was Stetson. Yeah. You know, I think they were looking for a guy like that, and they got him in Stetson. Yeah, they, it was either Stetson or Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I don't think they wanted Hooker. Um, I think Hooker would have been good in in Los Angeles, but um, you know, I, I think they wanted somebody with a little more moxie, I guess, or a little mm-hmm. more personality, kind of, kind of a little bit of chip on his shoulder type type situation, because that's what that's who Sean McVay is. Sean McVay has a little. I mean, their their personalities are very similar, so I, I think I think that's a good fit for Stetson Bennett. Um, I, I think there was only really two really good fits. I just said really like ten times. Uh, I, I think there was two really good fits for Stetson Bennett, Baltimore being one. I think the Rams being another, and I would say San Francisco, but they already have Stetson Bennett. His name is mm-hmm. Brock Purdy. Yeah. They're very similar too, uh, in, in the way that they play. So uh, I'm excited for Stetson, man. It's 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 going to be you know his skill set fits in perfectly with what LA's trying to do. Uh, they they play action a lot, move the pocket some. You know his scrambling ability with with some of these rush rush ends that they have in their league uh, in the in the NFC West. Um, I, I think it's a perfect compliment to what he wants to do offensively with the Los Angeles Rams. And, uh, you know, there, he's got a weapon in Cooper cup. If, if he, if he gets in that situation now, hopefully for Matt Stafford's sake, they're not in that situation, uh, in Stetson's rookie year, but you never know. Absolutely. It's good to have a, a fellow dog there with you too. Um, kind of take you on his wing too. And it just also depends on, you know, the health of Matthew Stafford. Um, you know, like you said, he hasn't had the, the full, you know, good look, you know, for health. And that, that just shows you how tough the NFL is, you know. But I know, you know, Matt, Matt's a tough guy, you know, and he's he'll bounce back. But you always got to have a guy that can come in and, you know, run run your system the exact same way. And having a guy like Matthew Stafford there to kind of take Stetson in and show him the ropes is, is wonderful. Absolutely, man. So uh, excited for those guys, excited for our Philly dogs. Uh, let's go to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got a couple of dogs. Uh, Broderick Jones in the first round. I thought that was a great pick. Uh, they yeah, got a great tackle. Absolutely. They solidified their offensive line. They got an extremely athletic um, offensive tackle. I think I, uh, I think I put out a, a quick reaction uh, to the first round, talked about Broderick Jones a little bit. So if you want to hear some more about that, go check out that episode. But uh, And they also got Darnell Washington. So imagine lining those two up together again on, on the end of the line of scrimmage. You know, Darnell Washington fell because of injury concerns. I thought he was a second-round guy, fell into the third round, which day two is day two. It doesn't really matter. He's on a roster. He's on a roster that's going to fit fit his uh, skill set. Him and Pat Fryermuth are going to be a really good duo um, at the tight end position for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I thought they came away, uh, as far as George is concerned, they came away with a really, really good draft. I think overall they had a really good draft because they got Joey Porter Jr. in the with the first pick in the second round, which is – which is outstanding as well. So, I mean, I thought their first three picks were incredible. Absolutely. You know, you see it, you know, with, with those guys and, um, you know, the, the Steelers, you know, they figured it out as well, you know, especially with the dog connect, you know, you got, you got pickings there, you know, already. Yeah. So they see the pedigree, you know, what he brings to the table. Yeah. And then, you know, I hate to see Darnell fall. Um, you know, had he had a, an injury free year, you know, Forget everything from before. If he just had an injury for your dish, he might have been the first one taken. He might have been the first one taken because I mean, you he might be the one sitting in Detroit. 
Yeah, you don't get six, six, seven. You know, it's physical. You know, it can move the way he does like that. So, no. and uh, get, getting Brogdon to solidify that that lineup front. I mean, it, it's huge. So, I mean, Philly's, Philly's, Philadelphia's figured it out. Yeah. I mean, not Philadelphia, uh, Pittsburgh. You know, so. the state of Pennsylvania. Let's yeah, just I mean, just blanket it here. The state, of, the state of Pennsylvania has figured it out. But, but they figured it out. You know, Coach Tom is a great guy. I've heard nothing but great things about Coach Tom. And so yeah. um, he's going to take those guys and he's going to mold them. And as you can see, you know, he's a high character guy too as well because, you know, all those things you hear about George Pickens, you haven't heard, you know, yeah. about anything, you know, with them either. So, and I mean, of course, he's had his flare ups, but I mean, that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's in football. the heat of the moment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not a big deal. But And he's a competitor. So, I mean, if you're not competing, things like that, come on out. Yeah. It's football guys at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, that stuff's going to happen. I mean, it, you know, nothing came of it. I mean, if he had got suspended, there would have been more to it. But it was just a big – I mean, what the fans see and what actually the the actual, I guess, encounters or the daily interactions that happen are two totally different things most mm-hmm. of the time. So, but yeah, I mean, great, great dog connection there. You always see Mike Tomlin at Georgia's Pro Days. Yes. Probably for a reason. But I, I thought, man, you know, Darnell Washington – being able to do what he does, being a red zone target for Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. I think helping a young quarterback out to have such a big target is really, really beneficial. I I think what helped out Jared Goff for half of the year last year uh, before they traded him was having TJ Hawkinson mm-hmm. out there while some guys like Amon Ross St. Brown was starting to come into his own and you know DJ Shark was getting healthy and some of those receivers were getting, were getting on board. I, I think until that happened, you saw TJ Hawkinson having a big year with Jared Goff, and Jared Goff really kind of developed with that tight end. They go and get Sam Laporta, which is a very similar player to DJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Same exact university. Um, no coincidence there, but um, that kind of impact that a tight end can have on a rookie, on a on a rookie or even second year quarterback is huge. I mean, look at Trevor Lawrence down at down in Jacksonville mm-hmm. with Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram steps into the room. Now Trevor Lawrence is no longer a bust. Yes. Cole Komet. Cole Komet, which, I mean, he's not even a great tight end. He's he's a solid tight end mm-hmm. for the Bears, and he helped Justin Fields a lot last season. Yeah, people forget, you know, how important the tight end is. You know, when, when we got Brock Bowers, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of see how important that guy is. You know, um, mm-hmm. Darnell comes in, you see how important that guy is. And Darnell's, you know, favor, you know, he kind of looks like an NFL player already. So, you looks know, like he's an has NBA player too. And, and the body you know, that, that can help him in the trenches and things like that. So I think he's going to do well. I think he's in a great system. Um, like I said, I mean, you can't say enough about Mike Tomlin, you know, the things that he's done in well, Pittsburgh. He's so been around. It's, it's been the, the consistency and, and, and the structure that he's done, especially with player development, things like that. I mean, it's huge. I mean, there's a reason he's been around for 15 years, yeah. 16 years. There's, there's a reason, um, and, and that's because he's elite. So They try to uh, get rid of him, and they can't. They can't do it. They can't do it. They cannot. Great he, guy. Great coach. What a losing season. Has he? Unless he's had one? No, I think he – if if it was one, it was last year. But I think they ended up getting it last year to where and he didn't have to, a season. Yeah. So he's never had a losing season, which is incredible. Yes. I mean, you can say all you want to about Super Bowls and just – but that dude's had – that dude's been in the playoffs every single year just about and and if not he's had a winning record and, and been on the bubble so great great organization there the state of pennsylvania congratulations uh you, you got some true dogs this year Absolutely. um some of the other notables uh robert beal going to the 49ers 
Going to be a great fit there. Um, mm-hmm. Can just kind of mix in with those guys and not really, again, not really have to carry the franchise. I think he was a uh, fourth or fifth round pick, something mm-hmm. like that. I think he'll fit in quite nicely down there. N- not a lot of pressure. I think he'll make it on special teams as well. Uh, Warren McClendon getting picked up by the Rams. Uh, we'll we'll see kind of how that fit goes. I know Joe DeLeon was kind of disappointed in McClendon's senior bowl efforts, but maybe some things change. So we'll see what happens when he gets into camp. And then, of course, our boy, who I thought was going to go undrafted by, by, the, by the end of this thing, and I'm so <laughs> excited that he got picked, uh, Kenny Mack. Absolutely. Kenny McIntosh going to uh, the Seattle Seahawks uh, in the seventh round. A lot of people were saying that was a steal I in think the seventh round. I think it is to have a running back of his caliber who can come out of the backfield. We can run him at 20 tackles and who has a little burst with him too. So I'm really excited to see that guy get his opportunity. And, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what round you go to, I mean, you know, look at Tom Brady. I mean, the last pick literally of the draft, you know what I mean? Look what he's done. So it's all about what you do with your opportunity and how bad do you want it. So um, being drafted is an honor. And, 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 you know, a lot of people can't say that. You know, so, you know, I think all of our guys, the way that, you know, Kirby and that staff has done to prepare these guys for the NFL um, is really going to come and, and help in their favor. I mean, because they're already tough. I mean, they get cussed out every day at practice. So, I mean, <laughs> nothing that a coach says is going to affect them. So, I'm, yeah. I'm just looking forward to see how much they thrive and, and moving forward, and especially those guys that are still at UGA. You know, you can see the pedigree that we're putting out, you know. Um, you know, as an offensive guy, you would like to see a lot more offensive guys, you know, get to that point, but I think it's coming and it's, and it's going to come fast. You're going to see it because Brock Bowers now is going to be that the group that kind of sets offense and defense and on the same spectrum. Yeah. I mean, Brock Bowers, uh, I mean, you had a first rounder on offense this year with Brock, Broderick Jones. You'll mm-hmm. have it again next year with the Maurice Mims. You'll have it next year with Brock Bowers. You'll have it probably with one of these receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, one of these, uh, one of these transfer guys, probably, I would say Dominic Lovett maybe as a yeah. slot guy has a chance to be a first rounder, but he'll be an early pick. Uh, you'll see Van Pran. Um, if centers are being picked in the first round, he will definitely be the first center off the board whenever that is. Mims. Um, yeah, I said yeah, I said Mims. Mims will probably be a first rounder. He's a tackle, so he'll definitely be a first rounder um, because people love picking tackles in the first round. Centers don't necessarily That's go in the first round a lot. When you're six second can move the way you do. Yeah, it definitely it. goes in your favor. Definitely. Uh, just ask Broderick Jones. So, um, but I was going to circle back to Kenny McIntosh real quick. You know, as a seventh rounder, it's usually tough to make the team. You usually have to kind of make it in special teams. Um, but I think it's going to go beyond that because, you know, they have, they have Walker, right? They have Walker as their, as their lead guy, but they lose Penny. They lose Rashad Penny. They lose Travis Homer. Um, they have DJ Dallas. And then I think you get in the mix with DJ Dallas and Kenny McIntosh fighting for that number two role. And to me, with Kenny McIntosh being able to come out of the backfield and do some of the things he can do in the passing game, mm-hmm. that helps his case to not only make the roster, but to make the, the frequent rotation with, with, uh, with Walker. Absolutely. And you know, at the running back position, you know, an injury here or there, I mean, you're throwing the spotlight, you know, no matter what. So, you know, he just stays the course, does what he's supposed to do, which, you know, he, he's going to do that. Um, there, there's no telling, you know, what might happen, you know, going to shoot game three. You know, any of these guys, really. In, but, in the preseason, yeah. you know, you never know what, what might happen. So, yeah. and I'm, I'm just excited for that guy. He stayed the course. He's done what he's supposed to do. And, you know, as guys like that, you know, no matter what round they go to, you're like, I'm glad that guy made it. Yeah, because once you get drafted, you're, you're obviously going to take 
precedent or you're going to take priority over on on cut day anyway like you're going to say okay this guy was drafted in the first, in the 7th round and it comes and it usually the difference is can like it, let's say let's say you're you're coming down to uh Kenny McIntosh and some other guy i think DJ Dallas is going to make the roster yeah um, obviously he's been there i think he's going to make the roster it's yeah. that third running back spot Kenny McIntosh versus another guy it's going to come down to can he contribute on special teams? That part. If he can contribute on special teams and he's good enough in the backfield to supplement that, special teams takes priority for, for those late round guys. Absolutely. But if, but if he can contribute in any way on offense, he's in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know, and I know he'll do what he's supposed to do because, you know, he plays special teams at Georgia. So he's running down on punts, running down on kickoffs. So, I mean, yeah. he, he knows what to do. And, you know, like you said, those late round guys, that's how you make a team being on special yeah. teams. Yeah, exactly. They're special together. They're niche guys. They're, you know, he's a pass catching specialist. He's not going to be some guy like, like, like Kenneth Walker that's going to run in between the tackles 30 carries a game. Like that's not, that's not him. We'll never be him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's okay. Specialist in the NFL, those, those things work, right? Kenneth Gainwell made a, has made a career so far out of being a specialist, a specialty guy. James White, a specialty guy for New England. Those type of those type of players that can do very specific things usually end up working out. And Kenny McIntosh can do some things that Kenneth Walker is not necessarily great at, which will which will be value added for him. And I think value added for the franchise because they picked him in the seventh round and not in the second round. So there you go. Absolutely. So congratulations to all those guys. And if you're thinking about coming to Georgia, check the pedigree, man. Check the pedigree. But guys, offensive guys, I mean, who knew that Kirby could develop players? <laughs> who knew? Well, he's only developed 50 of them to go to the NFL okay. in, in his time at, at Georgia. Mm-hmm. In his seven years at Georgia, 50, 5-0, not 15, 50 have gotten drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to know how many of them are still on rosters. I'm, I'm thinking all of them are still on rosters. Yeah. I think so. I want to say uh, they are. Maybe Isaac Nada. Maybe there's a couple from his first year that that aren't still on rosters. But I think most of them are most of them are still in the league. I think um, mm-hmm. are a large percentage, which is still really good. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, of course, people are going to get cut. Some guys are going to get cut. Some of the late round guys are going to make it a couple of years and then and then bounce, which is normal. But the staying power, I think, is really good too. And so, again. This is a recruiting pitch. Um, if you're coming to Georgia, understand. Just know that the NFL is is insights for you. Yes, he, absolutely. I mean, Channing, Channing Tindall was not even a starter, <laughs> and he got drafted. Yes, in, he's in, right now. In, at the top of day three. He, he was a top of day three draft pick, and it was not even a starter. Mm-hmm. Possibilities are endless. Just let that just let that marinate. Yes. The entire the entire 2021 defense is now drafted in the NFL. We didn't talk about Chris Smith going to the Ravens. No, Raiders, not Ravens, Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. We didn't talk about Chris Smith. Smart of course guy. we left out. Of course we left out Chris Smith because he's like the the quiet assassin. Yes. And that, that's smart. You know, they need to bolster that defense up too. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what McDaniel does um this year with everything going on. So, yeah. I thought um, they had a pretty I thought they had a decent draft in a great in a great class and I think yeah. he Obviously, he's going to do great because I mean it's Chris Smith. Yeah, it, it, he just he just gets it done. I there's no other way to say it. He just gets it done. 
That, like, there's nothing flashy about him. There's nothing like, oh, Chris Smith does this, this, and this. Like, you just yeah. watch the film, and 29's in the frame, and he's yeah. he's putting a helmet on somebody. Like, that just, just, every just day. what it is. That's what he's supposed to do. Handles that back in. Exactly what you want a player like him. I mean, it's the reason why we only busted probably 10% of our coverages instead of 40. Oh. Or all of them, really. With that, with that young secondary, I'm surprised we we could do a coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chris Smith had it all organized back there, and so um, I'm interested to see who's going to fill his shoes at Georgia too. Um, if they're going to be able to communicate the way he can communicate, which I think, I think Starks is that guy. But yeah. uh, that's a, that's a different thing for a different episode. So um, we're nearing the end here uh, of this draft spectacular the philly dogs man the nfl dogs the philly dogs the pennsylvania dogs mm-hmm. um, i should say but uh we uh you know a couple programming notes i'm working on a few guests i've got a f- uh I- i've got one that uh i'm just i'm trying to reel it in i got it on the hook i got a couple on the hook that i'm trying to reel in um one of them being the milton family mm-hmm. um both father and son hopefully um can't wait, can't wait to call, call milton i love working that on Working on Hap Hines, um, former kicker, played I think was teammates with Kirby uh, in the mid nineties, and then maybe uh, maybe your guy Terrence Edwards mm-hmm. would want to come on. He's a college football Hall of Famer now. Absolutely. So he he's got to come on this program because I see a lot of his tweets. Him and I think a lot alike. Um, I don't I don't just agree with him because he's Terrence Edwards. Like, <laughs> there's some stuff he says. I'm like, dude, like you, I I couldn't have said it more. I couldn't have said it better. But that's my exact thoughts. Like what, you know? So if you follow at TE Wide Receiver uh, Academy, I think it's at TEWR Academy. I think that's what his thing is. Um, if you want a good Twitter read, and hopefully he'll be able to come on and, and share his insights with us uh, as we go. I, I know you two interact on Twitter a lot, so mm-hmm. that's cool, cool man. But uh, Israel, I'm gonna let you get back to talking to all these college coaches. Um, yep, I got one walking in right now. I gotta go meet. All right, we'll uh, we'll go get them. But we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe in Network, presented by BetOnline.ag and the Row One brand. Go get your vintage art watch. Uh, we'll see you back here next time. But until then, as always, you know the drill. Go dogs. Go dogs. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.